The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today we're going to talk about how to be your best after a divorce, especially if you are a mature man. And ladies, be sure and listen in to help the men who need this information. My guest is John Sirach, and let me tell you a little bit about him. After 35 years in advertising, two nervous breakdowns and two divorces, John has found what he loves doing most, and that is coaching divorced men how to remain authentic, while becoming better versions of themselves so they can improve their social and dating skills. He's the founder of the Experienced Bachelor and the go-to coach for mature men who want to improve their social and dating skills. John was divorced after 29 years of marriage the first time and after only 19 months the second time. Both were devastating emotional events from which it took him several years to recover. Then, after one too many depressed weekends alone, he decided to do something about it, and his own quest for love and companionship resulted in his changing careers to coach divorced men on how to improve their social and dating skills and find new partners. Several years ago, he began studying to become a coach, and from that, the experienced bachelor was born, initially a blog on the web, and now a coaching practice including including The Apprentice Bachelor, an online program, which is also about to be published as a book. Welcome, John. Welcome, Linda. What an introduction. (laughs) I'm glad you're here today. Thank you you very much for having me. It's my pleasure. And, you know, they say that necessity is the mother of invention. And it sounds like you were your own first client in this work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I can still remember to this day when when I actually, you know, had that epiphany that things weren't right in my world. I was, um, was I remember it vividly. Friday afternoon, it was five o'clock. I'd just finished with my last client for the day. I'd been seeing him. I was doing advertising at the time. And I was walking towards my car on a very busy street on a Friday afternoon. It was summer. And it was full, it was busy, couples going through to restaurants and cafes, everybody was walking around, and um, I just felt the loneliest I had ever felt in my life. Mm. I just realized that everybody in the street there didn't know who I was, or that I even existed. Nobody looked at me, nobody, I had no contact in any way, and I just dreaded the 
the you know the thought of having to go back to my apartment, an mm-hmm. empty apartment, and it was just terrible. So I kept walking, and um, and I ran into a little quaint bookshop, and I love books, so I just wanted to pass the time, and I w- walked in there and started looking at the at the books there, and there was a book there on dating, a little tiny. Obscured, never seen it, never heard of it, never, never even knew who published it, and I didn't even realize that there was books on on dating, mm-hmm. and so I started reading it avidly, and uh, um, I was so embarrassed to buy it mm-hmm. that I, um, I literally read a third of it in the bookstore, and then I felt guilty, <laughs> and so, so I you had to pay for it, it then. <laughs> yes, I tried, but I was, I didn't have the the guts to do it, and you know, I felt really embarrassed that mm-hmm. I'm buying a dating book at 51, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so I snuck it under the, uh, underneath about two or three other titles so that nobody else would buy it, because right. it was the only copy there, oh. and um, and so I came back the next day, um, which was, I think, it was a Saturday morning, and uh, it was the shop was really busy, and I felt even more awkward about buying it. So I bought about five other books, and it reminded me of that scene in American Graffiti when a kid comes in and wants to buy a condom, and he uh-huh. buys a toothbrush and a comb and a whole bunch of other things uh-huh. and slips in the condoms. And I, I literally did the same thing. And afterwards, I kind of really laughed because... When the guy checked all the books and everything else, he didn't even bat an eyelid. When I right, of the, course. The, uh, yeah, and so I got it and spent about forty dollars more than I needed to. <laughs> um, and that was that was the beginning of my journey. I started reading that book, and um, then I started looking for other things. And back in those days, the the, the internet wasn't as prolific as it is now. So um, just going around looking at other book sites, I started looking at, um, you know, where there was more information about dating, about uh, personal development. I started going to, um, you know, seminars uh, and workshops on it. And then slowly I started becoming, um, I started applying what I was learning bit by bit, really slowly. And eventually I started getting better at it and um, more successful. And as I became more successful, the other guys that I was hanging around with that were in a similar situation, you know, wanted to know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was telling them. So in a way, I was kind of started coaching even before I knew that I was, um, that I was coaching. Mm-hmm. I was just helping my, my mates out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that, that began my, my, um, my journey from there. And as I got um, to that point where I really thought, I want to do this more often, and so I started researching how I could do that um, more formally and discovered coaching, and so from that I started doing a diploma in coaching and, and away I went from there, and then that's the area that I specifically wanted to coach in, and, and that's what I've been doing for the last few years. It's really a, a interesting story in the sense of you started that journey from a really a deeply and profoundly emotional and vulnerable place. And that's what led you, you know, to sort of really dig deeper into learning what you needed to learn. Well, it was, 
it really comes down to you, you get two choices. You know, um, you, you get to the point where you get so lonely and so alone, etc., and you don't know what to do. So mm-hmm. you can either retreat inwards and just not do anything, which is sadly what a lot of men tend to do, mm-hmm. uh, or you go the other way and you become more outwardly. And so you try to do things, and if you don't know all the rules mm-hmm. of singles' life, um, a lot of men become inappropriate, and mm-hmm. so they don't know what to do, and then they become um, too extroverted. They become too pushy, too forward, and um, they say the wrong things, they act inappropriately, um, and that ends up being closing the circle, so to speak, because mm-hmm. they keep trying. They, they, they've got enough confidence to go out and ask for a date, but then they stuff it up somewhere along the line and then they go back to another one and another one and they get more and more resentful mm-hmm. in, uh, in the rejections that they receive. So they either keep doing that and they start sort of becoming hostile towards women. They start, um, you know, only, only two days ago I was talking to a woman uh, that was just saying, what am I doing wrong? Because um, I just keep getting jerks uh, mm-hmm. when I go on a date. And I asked her to elaborate. And she said, well, the last guy I talked to um, called me an effing bitch because um, I wouldn't go out with him. Oh, he dear. So <laughs> he just sort of yeah. basically said that, you know. And, um, and she said the previous guy before that um, started abusing her um, after they'd gone out one day, and then because she wasn't texting him enough or responding to his text. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is what ends up happening. And, and I hear that so often, particularly from women. Uh, uh-huh. They come out and they say, you know, what am I doing wrong? You know, why do I keep getting there? Is there any decent guys out there? Oh, I hear and that I believe a lot. That, <laughs> In oh, my practice, you know, I, I hear, hear that a lot. Oh, absolutely. And you know, and, and I, conversely, I don't hear it from men. Men don't typically say, gee, are there any great women out there? It's usually the women who say, are they all jerks out there? Yeah, or or they just, you know, oh, they're too stuck up, or and then they get a bit more, um, more colorful in their language in, in describing women. Um, mm-hmm. Becomes very misogynist in, in their views. They mm-hmm. sort of, but because of the rejections, they start taking it personally, and they start sort of feeling that, oh, they just think that they're too good, they're gold diggers, they they just want this, they want that, et cetera, et cetera, because they're never good enough, and they don't so, realize that mm-hmm. it's not that they're not good enough uh, to them, it's just that they're not good enough for themselves. They just, right. Yeah. That's and always way, look, the place to start, it, isn't it? It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's not their fault. It's just that they don't know what the new rules are. I right. I liken their their situation to to a person that's been institu- institutionalized. Mm-hmm. You know, you you've been married for a long, long time. You get set in particular patterns, mm-hmm. and what your wife accepted, your new potential lover or partner um, doesn't find it acceptable. She's probably just left. A husband, she just doesn't want to be in with another one just yet. Right. And so they keep, yeah. Well, one of the things that you you said about um, uh, your work is that you, uh, 
teach uh, skills because I think that you you know you were seeing people as being unprepared for a single life and underskilled, which I think is a really nice way of presenting the approach. It's not threatening, you know, if you just say, well, there's a skill set you need to learn. Then, especially for men, they can easily say, oh, well, okay, if that's what it is, then I can accept that. Yes, it is. And in actual fact, they're skills they already know. It's just that they've kind of forgotten them or their mm. other skills or other patterns that they've developed over a long period of time. If, if you've been married for more than 10 years, you know, imagine going to live in France for 10 years, for example. You'd become pretty French by mm-hmm. the time. So going back to the States would be kind of odd and, and, and strange. And you would probably be still, you know, acting as you would in when you were in France. And it's the same thing with the guys when they've been married for a long time. They know all the skills just as like like when a traveler comes back home, they know all the things that about home. They just keep, you know, tripping over because they still got bits of the French in them still. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. As I said, I think it's non-threatening. And um, we're getting ready to take a break here. And we're going to go to break listening to a little bit of old school Al Green, reminding us, I think, of what we all want. And that's a little bit of love and happiness. We'll be right back. Love and happiness. Be good to me. I'll be good to you. We'll be together. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today about uh, rejoining the singles and... uh, uh, I guess the dating scene in an authentic way today with my guest John Sirac, and he has started a program coaching primarily men, but now I know coaches women as well into how to be the best they can be as they re-enter the single life after divorce. So, you know, one of the things I um, I was thinking about John is that. Um, you know, you said that you started out working with men primarily because that was your experience, obviously. Um, and I really don't see too many programs of this type for men. You know, you see all kinds of things for women. And women flock to seminars and webinars and read books and go to therapy, I think, much more readily and easily than do men. So I, I think this... You know, I, I don't know if, if I'm just missing it or if, in fact, there are other programs, but I sure haven't seen too many of them. No, you're, you're absolutely right. There aren't many, and there aren't many coaches um, coaching men on, on post-divorce recovery, um, as it's called in the field. Um, and that's also a lot to do with that men are more reluctant to actually accept help. They have this attitude that because they're men, that they should know all this stuff. Um, they feel like, you know, I don't need to be told how to, how to go dating and how to, um, how to actually be on a date and what to be able to say and do and, and, and so on. Um, and so they're not, they're not as ready to accept it in, mm-hmm. that, in that case. A lot of my clients come primarily from referrals from other people that have gone through it and, and so they kind of talk to other people about it and then they contact me from there. Um, but that's what I'm trying to change. I'm trying to, um, you know, bring a, an opportunity for men to actually, you know, improve themselves because that's what it's all about. You know, you were saying up there, you know, about how to be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I teach them. Um, and a lot, I get a lot of resistance from other people, uh, friends and acquaintances that I have. They'll say, oh, yes, but, you know, I, I'm not going to be somebody that I'm not. I have to be myself and so on. And this is where I say, well, we're not trying to change you. We want you to be your authentic self. That, that's who you are. But we just want you to be the best version of yourself because that's what women want when they go on a date. They mm-hmm. don't want you, the, the husband or the ex-husband or the divorcee, etc. They want you, authentic you, but they want the best, sharpest, coolest guy in front of them. Mm-hmm. And they're, mm-hmm. those guys are the most successful. Right. I, I think that's so important is that, you know, that that inner authenticity is so powerful. You know, you know it when you see it and when you feel it. And if it, it, that's what people can reach out to and connect to, male or female. Absolutely. And the thing, it's very difficult to change who you are. You know, you, you have a character, and particularly if you're you know, 50 or more, even 40 or more, by the time you're 40, you've established 
you know, your personal traits. You have your set values and you have your rules of life, etc. And that's actually done by the time you're about seven or eight, I think. Never mind 40. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, I totally agree. But by 40, you're really definitely entrenched. It's very difficult to change people's persona and become something else that they're not. But I always believe that all men are really good men. They're, they're all, they all want the same thing. I'm, I honestly believe that men are far more romantic than women are. They crave being chivalrous and they crave being the man for, for their woman and so on. Mm-hmm. It's just they're forgotten. They just got kind of lazy, complacent but while they were being married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking that all men do that. Obviously, there are many, many successful marriages out there and people that have long-term relationships and so on. So they, they're, they're successful. But once you divorce, you divorce for a reason. There was something that happened. And right. now you're sort of in a new ball game altogether. The single scene is totally, totally different. And you're sort of entering it with little or no experience. You haven't been in that arena for perhaps... 10, 15, maybe 20, in my case, 29 years. And that's so, a long time. You know, oh, absolutely. And, and I, I married when I was 23 to, to almost literally the first, my first love. So it was, um, you know, we went from, we just kind of grew into uh, adulthood together. And, and it's a lot easier when you're doing that. You can, you can, you can forgive a lot, of, a lot of things. But as you get older... That's not the case. You know, she's got her um, baggage that she's carrying with her, and he's got his as well. That's why my, my programs are all actually, you know, based on, on two, two parts to it, and I call it getting rid of all baggage and picking up new luggage. Yeah, that's so a great slogan. Before you move forward. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That, well, that's going to be my second book. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I'm writing on it. I'm writing that now. But it's, um, it, that's what it, it's all about, you know, in order to move forward and to get the new skills and all that, you've got to get rid of the baggage. You only know, I did a, I did a survey uh, amongst women, you know, and I asked the women, what's their number one deal breaker on a first date? Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, you know what the number one hmm. thing was? What is that? Being rude to waiters. Oh, yeah. You know, we all hate right. that. I'll tell you, we oh, all hate look, that. I was, I was actually <laughs> floored by that. I didn't think that that would come in that high. Mm-hmm. But number two was um, all baggage. And I said, oh, you know, they just bring out all the old baggage, talk about their ex-wife, they talk about their kids, they talk about um, other people negatively. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the things that they're uh, ticked off about, you know, and, then, and they just start talking about that instead of actually going, being present in the date. They start mm-hmm. going backwards and start talking about the past and they start dragging up, dredging up their old baggage. And, and so my thing about that is you've got to get rid of that first. You've got to start with a new clean slate and you're going to come from a place of forgiveness You've got to be able to let go of all the things that were holding you, tethering you to, to, to the past, so that and you can you, then now start picking up new skills. Do you have specific processes or exercises or things that you lead people on in terms of 
you know, getting rid of that old baggage? Absolutely. I used to do these uh, as a one-on-one coaching and I would go through a six-week period where we would actually work through exercises going through that. So uh, now now I've done it as an online course, which is a 30, there's 36 lessons, I guess you could call it. And um, half of those, you know, the first three weeks is all about getting rid of the old baggage, finding acceptance, letting go and moving forward. And then mm-hmm. the third, the second half of the, the the package of the program is actually devoted to the skills, the skills that you actually need. You know, the the, the do's and don'ts of dating, um, the the things about how to how to be present in the moment, how to be assertive, how to um, how to learn body language, um, because a lot of men don't understand about uh, body language, particularly courting body language, mm-hmm. and um, so. You can actually, you know, destroy your chances of actually getting rejected or, or or accepted when you approach someone because you didn't read the body language. So mm-hmm. a lot of guys do that. They think that, oh yes, I'm, I know how to do this, and, and I'm, you know, strong enough to walk up to a woman and say hello. But they don't read the language, and she might not be in a state of mind to actually accept you because it's inappropriate. So. Mm-hmm. If they don't watch the body language that uh, that sort of tells you, yes, I'm willing to, um, to for you to come over and say hello, um, they get it wrong. And, and it's, a, it's a real simple exercise of just watching the eye movements. And mm. a lot of guys don't do that. And really, you're talking about it. paying attention in many ways. Just paying attention. It, it is. Yeah. It is, in, in general, yes, pay attention to, to what it is. But there's a specific eye movement in all cultures across the world. Um, and if you watch this, and it's, it's part of the male-female uh, male, courting ritual. So when, for example, I'll give you an example, a breakdown of it. Basically, mm-hmm. is if, you're, if you're interested in, in, a, in a woman, you would establish eye contact um, you, you establish not, not a stare, but you mm-hmm. would just sort of see, I can see you and I acknowledge that, you, that you're there. Mm-hmm. Now, if a woman is interested, what normally happens is that she will look down and then she will turn her head sideways, just slightly. And it's so, that's, this is where you have to pay attention because it's so subtle that mm. you can miss it really easily. Right? Now, usually that, that means I accept I don't mind if you approach me. Mm-hmm. Now, the opposite to that is if you establish eye contact and she looks sideways, she moves her eyes sideways rather than down, that means I saw you, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Now, it, the, the reasons for that may be for um, I'm already in a relationship um, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm busy doing what I'm doing right now. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Could Who knows? Be a million Whatever things, it yeah. is. And and when I tell guys about this, they don't believe it. <laughs> and then I said, "Well, go. You just go ahead. You just go down a cafe and go to a supermarket aisle and just make eye contact and watch the eyes. Watch where that where that where that. And then they come back to me and they said, "My God, you know." That's unbelievable. I saw it so many times, you know. Wow. And that can be the, the, the thing about not getting rejected. Mm-hmm. And that gives you confidence to know that if, if, you, if you read it right, 
you can walk up and more, more often than not, the person or the woman will be really friendly. And if you introduce yourself properly and you don't have to go through cheesy pick-up lines or any, any stupid thing like that, all you need to do is just go and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm John. And then mm-hmm. talk about something else and just say, you know, uh, do you know where this is or whatever it is or, um, you know, whatever you want to talk about. And that's the skills of rapport and, uh, and you know, conversation. And then and once again, people we, can try that a few times, they can gain a little bit of confidence and uh, go on to the next step, I assume. And we're going to get ready to take no another... We're going to get ready to take another short break here. Al Green's going to take us to our break, and we'll be right back with my guest, John Chirac. I'll be good to you We'll be together To see each other Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world Voice America Empowerment Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people underachieving with your income working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with my guest, John Sirach, and he is helping us learn about uh, how newly divorced people can learn to kind of get back in the game and regain their confidence and develop the appropriate social and dating skills so that they can, you know, get out there and not spend those lonely weekends at home. 
So, you know, I, a question just popped into my mind, John, as we were talking about the the steps that you lead people through. And I was wondering, do you do you, um, work with everyone or are there people that you find that really aren't suited for the, your program? Well, yes, I've fired clients in the past. Not many, but yes, you know, um, people that just really don't want to be coached. Mm-hmm. Um, they just feel that they kind of know better and they're using a coach to kind of um, val- validate their actions. Um. And so when I ask them to do things or or go through exercises, they don't do them or they try to argue it and they try <laughs> to sort of change you're telling me that, that no, no, that's not right and so on. And I get to the point where I just say, you know what, you know, here's your money back, but mm-hmm. um, we can't work together because you're just being obtuse about it or you don't want to get coached. So, yeah, every now and then you get one of that. There's but most some... men are really eager to, to you know, to learn, to, to get better. And, you know, I think the coaching model um, suits a lot of men, uh, especially in the the mature mindset. The, the, those men were usually raised on uh, sports and they were used to being coached as opposed to they're not always used to being in therapy or using uh, therapeutic tools as readily. But the coaching model suits a lot of people, a lot of men, much more readily, I think. Yes, because men are used to training. Men mm-hmm. like to be trained. They they go through their lifetime going through all sorts of things, either through military or through corporate uh, structures, etc. They they get trained in a particular area, and and so they get entrenched in that. They like that, um, mm-hmm. but they also resent it uh, in all ways, in in mm-hmm. a kind of um, subconscious way. They resent it. They they feel when it comes to these things, these personal things, that. They're, they, as men, um, need. They should already know this, mm-hmm. which is, uh, of course, rubbish because nobody teaches that. Nobody teaches young men right. how to be that. Uh, and we pick a lot of that from the media, from movies, etc. You know, we've got so many um, macho type films, you know, Die Hard and uh, and all these other films that are action based, where guys are supposed to be, you know, strong and 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 physically strong and what have you and, and not very many emotions involved and and so you know young men and even older men sort of think oh, you know i need to I, I should already know this you know i'm a man and uh, and of course it's it's not true you know nobody teaches you these things and um, right. that's why you need to like reskill you have to get back into it to find out you know how does it how does it apply and how to actually practice it and how to get into it to do it. And have you had to um, change your model very much as you've incorporated women into your coaching? Not by much, actually. I, I was surprised at that um, because when I looked at the, the program that I was doing, which is all baggage, new luggage uh, model, it's pretty much the same for women. It's only little nuances about um, how, how to actually do it. Women tend to be a little bit more emotional. They tend to listen a lot better than, than men do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they can be... It's more about acceptance of who they are. Women tend to... From, I don't want to make it like uh, a blanket sort of thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a Not lot of women... Not one size fits all. Uh, 
they they tend to be more insecure about mm-hmm. you know what they're doing, um, and particularly as as you get older, you know they start worrying about their looks, about their weight, about their figure, and they sort of believe that you know nobody's going to be finding that attractive, and mm-hmm. and so we've got to sort of kind of break all that down, and. Um, and still get them to to that. One of one of the things of my program is really big is on fitness. You know, mm-hmm. you get, you got to have a say, a, you know, a, a, a healthy body if you want to you know pursue something new like this. And a lot of it's to do with first impressions. A lot of it's to do with actual physical impressions because that's what we're attracted to primarily right from the get go. Nobody falls in love with your personality at fifteen feet away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the, the impressions that you make and how you um, present yourself and how you hold yourself uh, during a date, etc., is crucial. Like I'm, tr- I'm sh- sure you're including things like style of dress and appropriateness of attire and posture and those sorts of things. Absolutely. I keep saying, you know, you only you, you can you don't get a second chance at making a good first impression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because women are particularly critical uh, on that. They have a much much stronger sense of um, symmetry, balance, and they will pick something in a guy from you know ten twenty feet away, and they will you know they get it all wrong. I'll, I'll use another example of a lady that I uh, that was telling me about a uh, first date that she had. She was an online date that she met. They arranged to to meet up. Um, he was from another city, so he came down to where she was to go out on this date. She, of course, you know, took hours to get ready. She went to the hairdresser and the beauty parlor and everything else. Got herself all beautifully dolled up, except you bought a new dress to go out there. And he turned up in a sports jacket, and I don't mean a sports jacket as in the elegant type, the ones with logos with you know, <laughs> Formula One and, and, and decals, wearing corduroys and running shoes. Oh, dear. <laughs> of course. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and then to top it off, on top of that, he booked two nights at, the, at a hotel. Oh. So he was already expecting that she was yeah. going to, you know, that he's going to end up staying or she was going to stay with him for two nights at a hotel. And, of course, you know, she disappointedly, because they got on, you know, kind of well when they were in, you know, um, corresponding before the date. And she thought, oh, this might be a good idea. And then she was totally disappointed from the minute she saw him. So... That his appearance set the tone for the night because she was already disappointed. Yeah, and, and this is what I tell like my guys. He'd be a perfect client for you, John. <laughs> well, that's he what would, he says. I should, he he, he said to me, "We should come and see you." <laughs> and this is what women keep saying to me all the time. You know, where were you? You know, last year when I had blah blah blah, whatever. You know, and uh-huh. all they say, "Geez, I know five blokes like you that." Uh, uh, you know that you could you could work on and and you know it's, it's, it's a joking um, you know it's a joking matter but it's not a joking matter you know these guys do need help and I keep saying to them yeah I wish I'd have been there for you you know not for the guy but also for her right because, right and that's what I'm right. one of the things I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to make it better for women yes 
you know, I, I think, you know, that that's such a beautiful example because it so clearly shows the the breakdowns and all those steps that you teach people to take, you know, and and. and how everyone needs to really learn those steps and how to pay attention. And um, I have a, another question about your work, and that is, do you ever um, refer people to more in-depth work? Do you work with therapists, or do you find that some people have issues that you think, uh-oh, when they need to go a little deeper? Does that ever come up? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. There's, there's things that I won't, I won't deal with. If, um, if they start working or they start bringing in things about um, the um, ex-wife in terms of um, you know, settlements for, for property, uh, I'd refer them to a family lawyer. If, mm-hmm. I, if, if they start talking about custody, with the children, etc., I refer them to a family lawyer or a, or a psychologist. And so we just sort of say, you know, I'm not, I'm not qualified to deal with those sorts of things. I mm-hmm. can coach you to get better in certain things, but those things um, that you need professional help. And sometimes they've got deeper issues than, mm-hmm. than that. They've got you know psychological issues or medical issues. Um, and yes, yeah, so I just sort of say, look, uh, you're not ready to to be mm. coached on this area here. You need to get this sorted out first, or whether it might be whether it's he or she. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do. I do refer to that, and I've, I've sort of built a, um, a nice network of people that I trust, and um, mm-hmm. and I refer to those to them. Yeah, that sounds like it, it would be you know really uh, uh, useful because I can only imagine that not everybody who comes in is ready for your work. No, definitely. That, that's absolutely right. And um, and as I said to you earlier before the show started, you know I um. I, I don't deal with those, you know, the first stage of divorce, you know, mm-hmm. when you're going through the breakup and when you're going through the actual legal proceedings, etc. That's when emotions are the most raw mm-hmm. and you don't fix those or alleviate those with coaching. Mm-hmm. Those are things that are actually um, psychological and you have to sort of get through it. It's kind of like a grieving process. Right, and so you, yeah. you, you, your know, divorce is very much. It, it is a grieving process. It is the mm-hmm. death of a marriage, a relationship, etc. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but, yeah. and people are processing so tremendous amounts of loss. Absolutely, and and I'm not trained in that in that area, so I, I make no bones about it. I just sort of say, look, you know, you're you're not ready for what I coach. I coach once everything's done and dusted. And uh, everybody's sort of settled in in a new role. Um, then I can prepare you for the life ahead, with the ultimate goal being you find another relationship. Um, but this time, a relationship on your terms, relationship that you really want to live. Um, a lot of the cases in your previous relationships, uh, they kind of come about almost by osmosis. They just sort of happen, and you you grow into them. And, and I always say, look, this is your opportunity. It's a second chance at life. But you, now you know what you know. Mm-hmm. Now use that to create a life that you actually want to have. Um, and we'll be right back with my guest, John Chirac. Happy 
to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about issues related to being the best you that you can possibly be as you re-enter the dating and social scene after divorce for both men and women. So um, as we start this segment, John, I want to make sure that people know how to find you. Where, where can people find you? Well, the, the best way to find me is through my, my website and my Facebook page, uh, which is my Facebook Facebook page is just The Experience Bachelor, and my uh, website is obviously the three W's and The Experience Bachelor, and that's T H E dash E X dash experienced bachelor dot com. Mm-hmm. So it's and broken up experienced. That's right, it's broken up. Otherwise, it kind of the two E's kind of make it hard to to thread. So, yeah, broken it up. T H E dash E X dash P E. I'm terrible at spelling out loud. Experience, but it's got a dash between the E X and the P. 
And, and we should say that part of the reason that you might be having a little trouble with that spelling is that people don't know that it's the middle of the night where you are. And uh, John has been kind enough to get up in the middle of the night to, to be on this live show. So I appreciate that very much, John. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, and, and in, in case we haven't said it, John is located in Australia uh, That's and, right, and, I, uh, but most of my coaching is done on the phone or uh, on Skype, on Skype um, yeah. and now we're sort of even doing more through Blah, which is a great platform to 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 actually do you know face to face sort of calls and 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 coaching sessions. So um, distance is not a problem really. Uh, there's always a way to sort of find a, 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 you know the right time for for getting together. So that that isn't an issue. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention to you, Linda, too, is is my program. You know, um, the details are online, and that program, you, you know, people can do online on their own if they want to, or they can sort of um, go through the next uh, program, which is the Master Bachelor, which includes the online program plus uh, one-on-one coaching over six weeks so that um, they can do a lot of the program on their own online by doing mm-hmm. lessons every day. And they're not, they're not complex lessons. They, they usually take anywhere from 10 to 15, 20 minutes at most. Um, and, and then at the end of the week, we sort of um, have a, um, a weekly coaching session where we actually go through any issues that, they've, um, that they want to raise, and we coach them through that. So that's um, it's a that is a real that's a premium um, program and usually the most effective. But some people want to do it initially on their own and they just go through that and eventually they sort of step up to to the to the next program, which is the master uh, master bachelor. And I you have a new book coming mention, out, right? You have a yes, new book coming out. Yes, that's that's right. It's, it's coming out. The Apprentice Bachelor. Um, and so, you know, that's, that'll be the next one. But the other program that I, that I run through, which I've sort of started to uh, find, a, 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 you know, request for, and that's the Executive Bachelor. Because mm. I'm finding that a lot of executives that have been divorced, etc., are finding it difficult because they've got such a, a difficult um, road to, to, to travel on because they've got to be seen to be, you know, leaders, etc., and they don't want to show weaknesses or anything else that they need help, etc. So I run a, a particularly, um, you know, very private type coaching session, very confidential sessions that takes into consideration people in high positions that, mm-hmm. uh, that need to. And so, you know, a lot of that also gets back to, you know, kind of executive coaching about, you know, leadership and, and, and so on. But a lot of it to do with their social life rather than their um, professional life. Mm-hmm. And what about, what about your program for women? What do they sign up for? What's that called? Well, basically, it's basically the same one. It's just basically, it's just kind of difficult. I'm sort of in the process now of actually trying to sort of duplicate the the, the website so that it reflects that it's for women because um, mm-hmm. it started off as being the experienced bachelor. So I think I've got to change it to the experienced bachelorette. Yes. Which, be, which I think will be the way to sort of go with that. But in actual fact, the program doesn't change very much at all. Like I said, it's really kind of more individual and, and geared towards women in terms of what they need. But the fundamentals are exactly the same. I wouldn't be changing any of that anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
the, the other one. And the other thing that I wanted to mention to you is that we're now, this year, we're actually going to do a workshop in Paris. And we, we've called that program The Romantic Bachelor. And I'm running that in conjunction with a, um, a woman coach that coaches women in the same area that I do. And so she's going to bring some of her clients, about six or eight of us, and I'll bring six guys, and then we're going to go to Paris and do a workshop there and, and, and do sort of like a high sort of skill level um, skills, um, things like etiquette and um, how, to, um, how to actually dress, uh, wine appreciation, um, cooking classes uh, for men and for mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and so on and just having a, a romantic sort of one week long uh, workshop. Wow, that sounds fascinating. I would imagine, you know, your your signups for that would be pretty exciting. Oh, I'd be, you know, that's um, we thought about doing it like a, it's like a a, 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 um, a, a yeah, more advanced skill level. But why do it at, at, here? You might as well do it in the romantic capital of the world. Right, right. So, and it, they don't have to speak French, place. right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and they get the opportunity to actually practice their skills with um, with other women that um, are also trying to do the same, so they can practice yeah. there. And and if anything develops from that, well, that's a bonus. That's a bonus because I think that it's nice to be able to practice any new skill, but a, especially an interpersonal skill, in the the an environment that feels safe. And Absolutely. if you have two groups of, of people who know they're both in the same boat, that it, it's I think it tends to be a more compassionate setting. Oh, definitely. Um, I use a lot of, um, for that I use dancing. We, mm-hmm. we, we, one of the things that I get my guys to do is like, you know, go and start learning to dance mm-hmm. because you have to interact with women then and they're in the same situation. So um, I like you doing uh, dancing classes. Not that I do it personally. I just use particular dancing classes that use progressive type of learning techniques. Like you know, they the men have to move down one one person at a time. So you're sort of in a circle, and you learn the moves with different a different partner mm-hmm. for every move. And then that's that so interesting. I mean, it sounds like you've really tried to incorporate all the basics uh, of each social uh, area. And I think that's really interesting for people. And once again, I want to thank you for being on the show today, John. Thank you very much for having me. It's mm-hmm. been so much fun. Thank you again. It's my pleasure. And I hope you all will visit and like my show's Facebook page, which is Dr. Linda Sanicola. And also, if this show has touched your heart or made a difference in your life, please consider a gift of financial support or a sponsorship. And I leave you today with the words of Rumi. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Thanks for listening. See you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.